two things about our last recording. First of all, those lawn chairs, not flattering at all. No, crotch shots weren't good. <laughs> Did you see that I made it like 16-9? Yeah. <laughs> I was like... That's a weird angle. Yeah. Well, what happened was like we first of all like we're slumped in those chairs, so we're like super rolls, both of us. Like I had like a huge tire around. We look five hundred pounds, and then crotch open, <laughs> open for business. Five hundred pounds of crotch, baby. Yeah. So I had to crop the crotch crop. Oh yeah, you have a limit. Remember, let's keep this conversation to five minutes, please. Shut up already. Be quiet. <laughs> So you listen. Um, so I clean cameras for people we know, right? I sold this camera to Julie years ago. Uh-huh. This is my first DSLR. No way. This is my Nikon D five thousand. You've talked about that camera before, yeah. I grabbed it and I was like, hey, "Wow, ooh, good times!" And um, then I realized I will never complain about the the Sony EVF again. Oh yeah, because the optical viewfinder in this thing, yeah, is so small and dark and danky. <laughs> <laughs> it's like going visiting your grandma's basement when you know she hasn't cleaned it in th- eight months. You're like, ooh, that furniture, uh, that, that lamp. stink of plastic. What is that? <laughs> no, but you know what? It's got a nice Tamron uh, modified kit lens, the seventeen to fifty two point eight on it. Yeah. And the pictures I got out of it was like, you know what? This wasn't a bad camera. Yeah, no, uh, but it's funny. You're right. When you go back to the old stuff, uh, the things that we complain about now are ridiculous. I remember shooting on the Canon uh, 40D uh, after, you know, shooting higher end cameras. And again, like, you know, the screen on the back is like very pixely. And it's like, what? Yeah, you're like, this is garbage. This is like, what is it, etch a sketch back here? <laughs> I know. So it's funny. It reminds me, remember when George used to rock around with us and he had the, the A65? I think A65. that's what it was called. The A55 oh, or the A65. He had a, the it, was Sony, like the, it was like a DSLR that had had the, an EVF. Yeah. It was like was an like, A99, was, I think. Sony A99. That's probably, that sounds right. That sounds right. It was, it, was, it was game-changing. It was like, you know what? I need to get a Sony. And then, of course, I stayed with NiceCon until it got too heavy for my old ass. NiceCon. 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 <laughs> okay, um, let me tell you a story. About a man named Jed? <laughs> <laughs> so yesterday I was doing a shoot and I had a 60 inch, uh, you know, softbox with the Godox AD 600 and I was photographing a family and it was windy. Ooh. And so first of all, I didn't have sandbags because oh. I already had tons of stuff. And I saw you even made a post b- about bringing stuff like you were, it was either a shot in an elevator or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a photographer's life. Yeah, you got to bring everything yeah. and then never use it. <laughs> yeah, so I want to talk a little bit about in this episode, um, you know, there's the saying, have it just in case, you know, j- just in case you need it. And I, I totally agree with that in the back of the car, like throwing everything in the car. But I was lugging like four different modifiers and three, uh, you know, uh, light, light stands all in one bag carrying that. And it was super heavy. So... I was photographing the family, and all of a sudden, I see their eyes go wide open. Like, all of them are like, and I'm like, what's going on? Is there an alien (laughs) behind me? And I turned, and the huge 60-inch umbrella got caught in the wind. And I was like, it was totally falling. And um, the AD600 smashed, and the modifier broke. And um, 
I realized that I could have done what I was doing with natural light. Like I had worked myself into a frenzy that I was going to shoot high speed sync, that I was going to get these dramatic, crazy shots. But the falling light made me realize like I was taking away from like interacting with the family. There was like way too much involved in high speed sync, making sure the light was uh, set correctly and then keeping the family engaged. And I don't know if you've experienced this before, but sometimes less is more. Yeah, exactly. This happened um, with me a couple of weeks ago when I did the the family on the beach uh, sunset photographs. Yeah, I took all these lights because I was gonna hide. You know, I was gonna high speed sync it myself and make everything pop and this that and the other. Two seconds into, I realized how windy it was, and <laughs> you start sweating. You know, sandbag and everything wasn't gonna hold down that big big mama umbrella. So, I definitely just shut it down and went natural light and. You know what? Thankfully, the Sony has the ability to pop some shadows and raise this and raise that. And I was able to make really great photos that the family was very happy with, even though in the back of my mind, I'm like, this is not what I wanted. So, you know, being able to move on the fly, especially when it comes to equipment, is a a must. Like the picture I posted in the elevator, only reason I took all that stuff was because I was going to work in a small hotel room that I had never seen before. Yeah, and you want to know, you can't run to the car. And you I couldn't know, run to the car, so the shoot. I, yeah. I, I definitely had like three or four light stands that I didn't use. I had brought all my flashes that I only used one. But wait, let me, let, me, let me bring up a point then. So what about forcing yourself? I'll, I'll, I'll relate it to lenses, by the way. So you can bring every focal range that you need, right? From 17 to 200, it could be all the lenses could be in your bag. But isn't, wouldn't it be liberating to maybe have a 35 and an 85, you know, and then you're forced to work just to become more creative. Like, you know what? We can't get a shot with a 17, but maybe I could do a pano. You know, maybe I could take many shots. So your brain, your brain will be liberated. I think there's definitely paralysis when you have too much stuff. But, but also you could have paralysis because you don't have enough stuff. Yeah, you know, you get scared, th- like you're th- like, damn, I have an 85 in this hotel room. <laughs> well, first of all, I never even whipped out the 85, right? Because the yeah, hotel room, yeah. the hotel room too small. was one of those that was like wide, but filled with furniture. It was a big hotel room filled with furniture. So even though it had a lot of space, it didn't have a lot of space that I could work with. Um, yeah. So I was forced to use the 24 to 70 and um, the 55 that I picked up just a couple of days before, the 55 f.8, I love that lens. And that was as, that was as tight as I got, That's the 24 yeah, yeah. to 70 or the 55. And, and again, had I not brought that setup, I would have panicked. So it was good to have everything in the, to me, but in this case, yeah, yeah. it was good to have everything with me. Um, agreed, agreed, agreed. But, I understand but, but you, saying, you can see, yeah, you could, you could see the other side too, yeah, you know, man. Like feeling amazing after a shoot that you pulled off with just a 35. Yeah. You know, just the 35, like I would take an 85 over a 35, but if someone said, you got to do this whole shoot with a full frame 35, as long as it's a 1.1. Hey, just knocked <laughs> <You know>? one. <laughs> Not, yeah, knocked minus so listen, 35. This yeah. is, this, you're 100% correct because when I've had issues that equipment hasn't worked and i've made amazing photographs yes you always feel like 
I rocked it. I killed it. I didn't need that stuff, you know. So yes, I agree yeah. with you. There is a satisfaction with getting it done with less. The, you know what the big this the big uh, we talked about this a little bit too because you you texted me about a seventy to two hundred. Have you done that shoot yet? The seventy to two hundred um, shoot. So no? without going into it, I did a test run with it today, but I'm going to do that this weekend. Okay, you got the lens. Yeah, I got the the because oh. I had rented it a couple weeks ago and I I liked it, so I went with the the seventy to one eighty the Tamron. Oh, the Tamron. Okay, so that that was a per- excellent uh, example because you said, "Do you need a seventy to two hundred? And I feel that I have not bring even with our distance shooting, the the lens is just so cumbersome that I've been shooting the eighty five as my longest, mm. and again making it work. Like I was at a ceremony where I only had the eighty five. And what I was able to do was just crop in later because we have 24 megapixels. And so if I wanted my 135, I could crop in, you know, using the 85. But the 70 to 200, yes, it's a versatile lens. It's great for landscape. It's great for cityscapes, which we've been doing. Mm -hmm. But again, leaving it home to me has been feeling better than bringing it. Uh, It's just so big, you know. No, even even with the Tamron being much lighter than the Sony equivalents, the twenty four, the the f four or the f two point eight, I don't think I'm going to keep this lens. I don't think after using it today for my practice run for what I'm going to do on Saturday, I don't I don't know if it brought value to what I was doing. You know, I it, it seemed like I needed it because it was action and things moving really fast, and I couldn't picture my eighty five rapid firing and, and and being crisp and clean like i wanted it to be the lens performed grunt, wonderfully the tamron wonderfully but then yeah. i said to myself when am i going to use this again i know because unless it, you're doing sports right, in or my kit, if you're doing weddings at the back you know yeah because in my kit i've never needed it i haven't needed it the whole time i had a sony yeah I, i'm having it more yeah yeah no ahead, that was saying I, I haven't needed this focal range since i've had my sony i've I made do with everything else i've had so i might as well just save the money and bring it back yeah, yeah. You got to stop buying stuff. No, man, I don't. Man. That's what I do. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> so, you know, the other the other people have appreciation for are these landscape photographers that have been shooting Fujifilm more. You know, in my mind, I feel like if I shot landscapes or cityscapes like we've been doing, I would want to shoot higher megapixel and full frame. But, you know, the landscape photographers like Thomas Heaton, who's on uh, YouTube, mm-hmm. they're out there. They hide, you know, because they're hiking so you 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 let go of that full frame the chains of full frame and you go fujifilm apsc and you're getting you know you're still creating magic with what you have i think i saw did he just post a video recently about how he switched from full frame to fuji everybody posts a damn video when they switch how many how many videos have you seen suggested they're like i'm giving up on canon no it's funny you know know, remember that guy that used to be in that ranger called himself the nikon guy the Nikon I just guy. saw an article yeah. where he, he posted about how he sw- sold all his Nikon gear and he's fully over to Sony or something. And I got to the bottom of the article. The internet is filled with trolls, bro. <laughs> there were so many people just <laughs> bashing, bashing him. him for, well, why did you have to post about it? I'm like, well, what, what else is he supposed to do? You know, he's a, he's a content it, creator, right? He is. He is. And it's a, it's a clickable video. And that's what it is. This is nothing but clickbait. And like people defended him against the, some of these people. So it was kind of back and forth. But again, it's just like proof that the internet's filled with trolls. I know. Do you know what I thought was a little fishy, though, with that video? Not, not to, to say anything bad about Matt, because I like him. But the video was sponsored by KEH, mm-hmm. which is a used right. 
um, you know, the reseller of used camera gear. So it was a little strange that it was, it was kind of, he was selling it and sending it all off to KEH, explaining what a great experience, <laughs> but the play, it was sponsored by the, it, you know. just accidentally wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, I think that uh, for this little segment, I just wanted to put it out there that if you, um, you know, if you limit yourself sometimes, it, it could actually be good for your brain and I felt lugging four modifiers just in case and thinking I was going to use a hair light where, you know, the family was just going with the flow. And you know what? I, I threw everything. To make a long story short, as soon as that light fell and broke, I closed it. And I looked at what the clouds were doing. It was an overcast day. And I used soft, beautiful, natural light. I turned the family around. So instead of using a hair light mm -hmm. on them... I turned them around and the light was soft on their faces. I shot at 1.8 and they looked all bocalicious and wonderful. And what does the family know? They don't know high speed sync. They don't, you know what I'm they saying? that Omar made amazing photos. That's what I'm saying. So sometimes I'm doing it all to myself instead of. And, that, and that's why I mentioned before about your brain. Sometimes for people like you or opposite of you, less equipment that you didn't bring your mind is like oh i should have brought this i should have brought that or the other side i'm so glad i didn't bring this i didn't bring that so there's two sides to that that equation you know yeah i think you know what the one that makes more sense and is more practical is yours which is just have it all in case um if you could train your brain to keep it off to the side maybe in a backup bag you know and be like you know i'm just going to use the 514 for this whole boudoir shoot and just find the beauty in that lens and the whole job will be with a 50. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Speaking of, of making things work, have you ever had a job where you knew the surroundings they thought were going to be amazing, but then you get there and you're like, this is, I got to do a lot of hiding of the backgrounds and, you know, making these yeah, tight yeah, quarters yeah. work. So yeah, that was that, that was that maternity shoot. It was a beautiful, like I said, it was a beautiful hotel room and nothing wrong with it. It's just wasn't conducive to what we were trying to shoot and the space was just so limiting that's so funny I, I i realize a lot of clients don't know how things work so they focus a lot on the locations should we go to this town and that town when you get the pictures back it's like you could be anywhere there was a main main street in springfield <laughs> yeah yeah exactly because i shoot a lot of bokeh everything's blurry and it's really about the if it's a portrait it's about focusing on the person and their personality and the emotion with the family hugging and who cares where you are i like shooting in cool urban places because there's shapes there's colors there's griminess, uh, but you know you can pretty much do the same thing on a golf course. Yeah, you can. It looks like a very wonderful grassy knoll. I mean, you're like, oh look, the grassy <laughs> knoll. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring it up too soon. <laughs> yeah, great, too soon. <laughs> so this morning, actually, because I have a a, a real um, obstacle course runner, I'm going to photograph on Saturday. I reached out to our old friend Javier Ferreira who owns yeah. that uh, gym in Secaucus, Admit the Fitness. And I asked him, hey, do you guys do outdoor stuff? And if so, you mind if I just come in and, you know, take some shots? And he said, of course not. I don't mind. Come on, come on down. So I went there this morning with the uh, Tamron 70 to 180, and it was tack sharp. It was amazing. And it rained on us the whole entire time, and it never stopped working. No. And I just tested my camera and stuff again like 10 minutes before we got started and it's still running perfectly thank god 
it was a really, really fun time. And I really like the lens. I just don't think I'll keep it because it's not a range I usually use. But the whole point to that story is shooting people in action is just, I, I thought it was so much fun. People getting people in the middle of the air when they're doing their little jump squats or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it was the first time I ever did that. Uh, so I thought it was pretty interesting. You ever do anything like oh, that? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I find it a little, you know, what I do the most is um, dancers. So shooting dancers and what's tough is as a non-dancer, although I'd like to break oh, yeah. dance a Go little ahead. on the sides, <laughs> it's hard to know like what the right, you know, like maybe a kid, because I shoot mostly teens, they think they're doing an amazing mm -hmm. jump, you know what I mean? But it doesn't photograph well. Like a lot of these kids will do a jump and their head is backwards because when you jump, you... Yeah, everything goes everywhere. You know, so then it's like a headless person that's jumping, you know. So I find uh, I find that uh, some action does not photograph well. And so it's a little bit of a challenge sometimes if, you're, if your specialty is not dance photography, right. then, uh, you know, you, you sometimes have to improvise and tell the person to turn sideways or look at the camera, which is not natural right. for them. So I, I learned, I've experienced that too, because I've photographed a couple of dancers over the years in doing their ballet movements. And... You don't realize how exactly what you said. The, the technique is so important to, to an adult dancer now because every time I took a series of photos... First of all, if I show you a picture during our photo shoot, it's rare, okay? That's yeah, me. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't. I just don't like... It's dangerous. It could either be like a make or, yeah, you know... Uh, basically, I'm coming from the yeah, D800. If they say, oh my gosh. The, the D800, yeah, yeah. and that captures your pores, pores. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. So someone's so like, oh! Never, because of that experience, I never really shared my photos from the back of my camera. But with dancers, they're like, let me see. I got to see if my arm's in the right position, my leg's in the right position, because I can't look like I'm doing it all wrong. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's yeah. a real big deal to them. It's like, you know. It's, it is. And, you know, it could draw out a shoot where it starts to get a little frustrating because you see it as beautiful. But if that toe aim pointed, exactly, exactly. you know, there goes exactly. the whole Can shoot. Can we take that over because my arm was too straight? But isn't that what you're aiming for? No, I need yeah. to have a little buckle in it. A little buckle in it. <laughs> yeah, I know. And the, the one I do like shooting, I like shooting sportraits. I wish I could shoot a little bit more of, I call mm -hmm. them sportraits. And it's where the teens are in their uniforms. And I usually set up two speed lights in the back with grids and kind the of Joel, do the Joel, Joel Grimes, Grimes yeah. um yeah yeah I do the Joel Grimes sort of dramatic look and it's cool because boys are a little harder to shoot movement of but if they're holding a ball or something they always look you can make Didn't them look epic if you just make them look mean ago? yeah you just post like a football I love yeah, that a football picture. one nice. football dude all you had to do was hold yeah, the ball out so cool. you know and and these kids yeah these kids play sports so you can tell them Listen, game time, game, you're, you know, you're on the, and they just get that look. They get that Sports Illustrated look. And so I like working with boys to get that, like, dun, 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 dun. and just imagine, look, we were, we don't have anything like that. No pictures no, of us Because we teams. didn't play sports when we were younger. Not, not like they did. I mean, we weren't any of the teams. Well, I was about to ask, what pictures of you exist as a young, like, let's say, 8 to 13-year-old? None, because there wasn't uh, cell phones to take selfies with, you know. <laughs> and you weren't a camera no, my family. family was not camera oriented so the only photos i got were whatever came out of the whole high school yearbook you know so that was it wow see I've, i'm lucky i had my dad because my dad was uh had cameras and was always taking you know rolls of film and so there's a lot of pictures of my sister and i 
But my parents split up so that my mom's on my mom's side, no photography. And we spent most of our time with her and on weekends where with dad. So a lot of photos don't exist of me from that, you know, there's also eight there's to also 12, a sad yeah. scenario for me where um, about 10, 15 years ago, uh, I had my stuff in storage. I was sharing storage with someone and uh, I didn't realize that they had lapsed in payment. And all of my photos mm. and comic books and oh, so many other things oh. ended up on, you know, those those TV shows. One yeah, of those shows? Auctioned off at the highest bidder. <laughs> my Spider-Man number two. That'd be terrible if you were watching it. Yeah, if you're like, hey, yeah, that's that my Spider-Man show. number two is the only thing that hurt me. Then I realized all the photos that I, you know, the photos of my young son, my of me when I was younger. Um, so when people post old pictures of me on, on Facebook, I steal them and put them into my archive because I don't have them, you know? Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But you have to archive, folks. <laughs> don't, don't. I think in this world of technology, it's, it's so much easier to save your photos as opposed to when we were younger, you know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> look at this. Look at this yeah, roll. You see this? I mean, I'm a skinny guy, but this is what we look like. Look. <laughs> That's a lot of sexy right there, Poppy. Yeah, look, this was this was the scene, right? <laughs> is Bo happy to see us, or as opposed that... to this? Look, 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 look at angle. Oh, my. Like... <laughs> Where's my bib? Oh, we should probably talk about that. Listen, guys, you got to learn how to pose your moms, your uh, people who are slightly overweight. You know, they they don't care of how good your lens is and what camera you have. They care about this. That chin, mm. those double rolls. Those double rolls on their sides, and and doesn't matter that they yeah. wore that super tight dress or that you know all that oh, other stuff. Boy. It matters that you yeah. need to find a way to to make it look good. You know, I've actually lowered shadows in some photos to help hide rolls. You know, you can you yeah. can dodge burn rolls, yeah. And I mean, liquify is always your and friend you sometimes if it's a paying client. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. That tool to pick the the icon of it. <laughs> The pucker tool. Yeah, I know. It's like it's uh, like but definitely. What's you know what's really embarrassing is uh, this is totally uh, just reminded of this. I was looking through uh, a um, I forgot what it was, but it was a photographer's gallery of a wedding, and they accidentally they accidentally put the they left the before and the after Ooh. side by side. So when you're scrolling through the gallery, you just saw this. You know, like then you go back. You could see yeah. where they liquefied. So, guys, guys, make sure you delete the original file before you Listen, deliver. I have, I have people who always see my edits uh, after I'm done with them because you, there's people I know with keen eyes, right? And I send them a copy of my my gallery, and I'm like, this is what I'm sending. Please take a look at it. Just because, not that I don't trust myself, but it's always better to have someone double check. Like when we did the chef's sh uh, shoot not too long ago. Yeah. There was a there was you in one of the backgrounds where you were holding the light. I was? Uh, but you uh -huh. were so much in the shadows that I was working on this all day long. I didn't even notice that you were in the shadows. Someone said, someone's I'm like, always well, in the why shadows. Omar in the shot? <laughs> he ain't in the shot. Oh, look, Omar's in the shot. He's so in the shot. It never hurts to have oh someone uh, audit your work, even if it's your, your, your you know girlfriend, your spouse your pet dog have someone check over your work until you, you know not even until I, i've been doing it for years and i still have people check my stuff just in case all right guys we'll see you next time thanks for subscribing peace
Oh, this way. Peace. Yep. No, the other way. The other way. There you are, right there. <laughs> <laughs>